Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs, the show that's constantly streaming stories about entrepreneurship and how people are dealing with the economy. Uh, you know, why read a book when you can get stuff real time? Not that you shouldn't read a book. I read lots of books, but this is this is real, real time entrepreneurship every day on Radio Entrepreneurs. And our next guest, pretty excited, Dr. Jonathan Bloom, CEO, co-founder, Podometrics. Is that correct? Podometrics? Podometrics, pretty, pretty close. That's exactly right. Well, you know, I figured you were out there to challenge me, Jonathan. So, you know, uh, we got a little bit into the topic before we started, but I know I'm not an expert yet. Tell us about Podometrics. Yeah. So, um, you know, the big, the big, first of all, we're a virtual care support company dedicated to eliminating diabetic amputations. It's this complication you can get if you've had diabetes for some time that's been difficult to manage, right? You, you, with an amputation, you lose your mobility, you lose many times your independence. It, it has a, a five-year mortality uh, higher than most cancers. It's, it's, a, it's a devastating complication, and yet they really shouldn't happen at all. Now we can detect them early. What we do is we have two major parts to what we do. One is an in-home uh, smart mat, that a patient just stands on for 20 seconds a day, and then they can go on with the rest of their, their life and what they want to do. But in that 20 second interaction, we get basically temperature scans of the feet that can be sent to us in a, in a wire, uh, basically, uh, you know, they don't need Wi-Fi, They don't need a smartphone that the map broadcasts directly to our system in a, in a secure fashion. And then we can use machine learning to try to find problems before they occur. And the second part, then as a nursing team, a care support team that can look at these data and then partner with the patient's clinician to make sure that we can then you know, begin preventative care early as opposed to waiting for the complication to hit. And now you're, you would, you know, my former life, you'd see me in the operating room and we're moving now towards an operative pathway. Um, it's been an exciting thing to do. We started about 10 years ago while we were uh, then grad students at MIT. Uh, and uh, it's amazing to see what's happened since. Well, again, uh, I'm very familiar with diabetes. I told you that offline. My mother, I was born uh, to a very extreme diabetic mother and watched her struggle with that her whole life uh, in many ways. But most of our listeners, I would assume, don't understand diabetes. And uh, so why don't you explain a little bit more about the kind of complications that diabetics have always lived under with their feet, I said with my mother with her hands, and why this is such a great thing for them. Well, it, it, diabetes is a, a number of things, and it affects almost probably every cell in your, your body. You know, it starts to cause uh, degradation of your blood vessels, atherosclerosis. So you get, you know, you don't have that same blood flow to the extremities. Um, high sugar, if it's not managed, you know, optimally, it, it's like uh, uh, um, if you get an infection, right? It's like almost like a petri dish, right? It's hard to, you know, with all that sugar media, it's hard to, to, to manage it that way. High sugar is toxic to the nerves throughout your body. So you start to hear things like neuropathy where your nerves, you can't feel pain. And all of this creates this like, sort of perfect storm where you might get a little bit of tissue damage. Your alarm system is off. You don't realize that's happening. You don't change in the behavior. You're not changing your shoes or whatever it is that's driving that. And that causes tissue breakdown. And because of that high sugar, again, it's easy to get infected. And those infections can cause things like gangrene can cause a number of problems that, again, might lead you to, to need a, a surgical 
intervention. So it's, it's a step, and they don't have to happen. Uh, but surprisingly, there was one study that linked a third of the cost of diabetes as a whole to complications of the lower extremity. It's this probably not very well recognized part of it, and yet it's a dominant part on our costs for diabetes in the United States. And certainly, if you're a patient, it, may dominate, it can dominate that patient's life when we don't, we don't want that. So Jonathan, uh, how long have you been in business and what stage of, let's say, uh, is the organization at today? So we've been up for almost 10 years. Our, our birthday will be in October of this year. Uh, we started actually at a hackathon at MIT. It's just a weekend event where we're, you know, you, you put a bunch of people in the room and you can start any company you wanted. This is just the one that we obsessed over and, and built from there. And now we're, we're on market. We're, we're scaling across the country. It's been uh, it's been, as you can imagine, 10 years is a long time to get a lot of good highs and lows and valleys and hills. And, um, but thankfully, we, we have wonderful data coming out showing our, uh, how well we work, which we'd be delighted to tell you about. And it's just exciting now to see what it looks like when you prevent, uh, so prevent this from occurring. Are you, uh, how are you selling this product? Are you so selling we, it direct or are you working through other organizations? No, we sell direct. Um, we sell it through uh, usually to payers or anyone who, who pays for the care of healthcare. And uh, um, yeah, we, we do everything directly. We don't, we don't need a, a, a third party or another one to help us. Yeah, you sell direct. So you have a sales force you've, you've built. We do. We do. Uh, uh, I, I like that part just because it allows you, we, actually, we call them services directors. Our, our sales team, the, you know, the team that helps onboard patients, a lot of it's just working with clinicians to make sure that they have all the data that they need. And uh, um, I, the ability to control that, the, the quality of that care and the interaction, that was an important part for us. And uh, uh, we'll continue that model probably indefinitely. I'm a big supporter of that. I'm, a, I'm an ex-Ethicon Sutures sales person in, the, in another life many, many decades ago. So Ethicon being the surgical wound closure division of J&J. So I've used a good amount of Ethicon in my, my past. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I, and I like to think I've sold a lot of Ethicon. <laughs> Didn't have to sell it. It sold itself. Yeah. And I would assume that if you're building the right product, it's selling itself also. It's been great. Actually, so driving, I think the key to sales, especially when you're working with payers who are conservative, is it's clinical data, you know, peer-reviewed clinical data that their medical leadership can look at and make sure it's a smart decision. And uh, uh, their financial leaders can sure that it actually helps save dollars, not increase costs. And probably okay. our most exciting or exciting study, uh, pause me, I, I can motor on for ages. Our probably most exciting study came out late last year. It was with Kaiser Permanente. And we showed that we were able to drop all hospitalizations for our patient by 52%, all ER visits by 40%, all outpatient visits by 27%. We re eliminated roughly three out of four amputations from occurring. And we completely eliminated in this high-risk cohort major amputation, which means loss of limb. Um, that creates quite a savings. So with that, now we, not only is it good for the patients, it's a, uh, uh, you know, it's a, a, a fiscally responsible system put into place, especially when payers can pay upwards of, you know, two to three to four billion dollars each year on complications of the foot due to diabetes. No, I, I, I'm 100% on board with you because, as I said, I've, I've lived through it and watched it myself firsthand. Uh, is recruiting hard for you? And especially during these times? 
It hasn't been. No, it hasn't. Uh, um, it, it's it, it, interesting. With, with COVID, we saw some companies, it, it, it was unpredictable, right? Some companies were hurting in that environment. Some companies uh, um, found that that was their best time to shine. And we were in that ladder. Here's a time when our clinics or hospitals were, were more or less shutting down. And still, like for social distancing, though, throughputs are really low. And our patients, a very complex patient who often was getting their primary care in the ER, and now they, they're frightened to leave the home and they're not getting their preventative visits that, that are critical. They have to get the preventative care to keep them out of you know, acute exacerbations of their heart, or their lungs, and of course, their feet and diabetes. So with that need, with the virtual care, gosh, we were there ready to roll. And it was a wonderful time to see our mission at work. And when you see mission at work, that's wonderful for adding on to team. You know, I, I, one of the most important things is why are we here? We're here to eliminate diabetic amputations. They should not happen anymore. No one should lose a limb to diabetes. And I think that that's, that has resonated, fortunately, with, with a lot of people. And if that is something that's been exciting, of course, feel free to ping in. And we have an opportunity to, to end this terrible complication. It's been an exciting time to recruit and to, and to see our efficacy at work, to see it in, in homes across the country. So tell me about the culture that you're trying to build. Well, culture is, is, is probably one of the most uh, important aspects of any company. It's like, like it's the feeling that you have while you're there. It's the, it's the, you know, it's funny. I, I remember a great quote. I think it was Ben Horowitz. who said that, you know, 10, 20 years from now, you won't remember the, that new feature you roll out. You won't remember the, that, that crazy piece of R and D or some great sale moment. You're going to remember how it felt to be in that company. That'll be the part that lasts. And, and for us, like, we take that very seriously. So big things, you know, people first, team first. You know, we can't take good care of our patients if we don't take care of our team. We can't take care of our health plans, our customers, our stockholders, unless all those people are taken care of. So people first, that's a very, very important part. Um, how we handle, and, and we want to be able to have a culture where you can, you can say your concerns. It's a very, you know, uh, um, uh, you can lean in on conversations. And yet after a good spirit of conversation, it shouldn't affect in any way like your future of this company. In fact, we want more people to, to feel comfortable to lean in and have good conversations. And to do that, you have to create a culture of respect. You want to make sure, you know, one of those famous phrases, no, no a-holes, excuse me. You know, that's, that's an important part to have a great culture. You got to have people who embrace that idea of respect and to, to be able to have candid conversations, who take care of people who are this natural, they, with, you know, not just empathy, but this, this, if you hear a hurting, you, you want to take, you want to um, help them. And a way we've been able to shape that is in the hiring process. We're really looking for people who embody our values. Every, every value gets scored. And we're looking for people who have those same, the same things that are important to them. And that's been a wonderful way to continue to, to shape her culture. And it keeps evolving just for the better, which has been wonderful. Jonathan, I have a lot of respect for what you're doing. And uh, I always believe that culture is the most important thing. I see it over and over again in every company. Culture does beat strategy, but you're lucky you have culture and strategy. And <laughs> that's you. pretty cool. Uh, and, and you're doing something that's good for, you know, good for a lot of people and the economy. Jonathan, if someone's looking for you and the company, how would they find you? Uh, it, probably the easiest way is uh, podometrics.com. You know, we're, we're hiring, we're hiring quite a bit. So if there's ever an interest, uh, it's a wonderful place to go there. Um, and yeah, I would love to engage with you. Great. 
Jonathan, uh, exciting to talk to you. And I hope you would grace us by coming back again and giving us updates on the company and the product. Would be thrilled. Would be thrilled. Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. No, you actually made my morning. So that's the best. (laughs) I wish I could call my mother and tell her what you had. I wish I could actually buy the product and give it to her, but she's been gone for a long time now. But uh, we, with, with the technology being available, like much of that, the, the, the hurt that's there, we, it doesn't have to happen anymore. Yeah. I remember when she got her talking scale. That was such a big deal. <laughs> Time, to think technology has evolved. So that's great. Um, again, uh, everybody, we've been speaking with Jonathan Bloom, CEO and co-founder of Podometrics. And my name is Jeffrey Davis. This is Radio Entrepreneurs. We'll be back with more stories.